I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast, and you're about to be blown away. Chicka chicka, yeah. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Another week. Another week. Another week, another dollar. Yeah, I made some dollars this week. As not the saying in, goes. Not in any... Not 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 due to golf, um, not due to my performance out on the golf course, but uh, was it due to your performance in the office or in your home office? Yeah, you know, being a salaried employee—that's uh, pretty much the only uh, the only money I brought home last week. Same. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, um, but it's it's good to be together again. A uh, we're getting towards the end of the the regular season in fact we have the last tournament of the regular season quickly approaching this coming weekend as a as a tomorrow so it's uh it's going to be crunch time and i've been meaning to ask you and i should know the answer to this question what's the last week of the league so not this week but next week no we've got three weeks left so there's okay so we our last event is um the bmw championship Okay, which will be the top fifty um, in the FedEx Cup. Um, we'll be playing in that uh, next week. Is the FedEx St. Jude, um, where the top seventy in the FedEx will be there. Um, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think Justin Thomas is going to be one of those top seventy, um, but we'll you know we'll uh, figure that out as we get closer. See, I actually anticipate him like just having a huge week this week and getting in. Yeah, has, yeah, and has you know he shown what? I don't things to, to no. make you believe. Okay, all right. No, gut feeling, honestly, because I was thinking about this. Uh, I, I put some money on him to win the tournament. Holy, holy moly! I know, I know. Well, it, the it was reason, the reason that's just such a wild bet is because his odds in a like a regular field event they were as high recently as like. 70 80 to 1 yeah he's like i think i got him like 43 to 30 one, 45 oh okay yeah. yeah so i mean this guy's missed like five straight cuts yeah i might have I made that number up um no i think you might be right but the pressure's on and i feel like he's a pressure player i mean do i think it's do i think it's why it, it's a long shot brian like i recognize that i'm not suggesting that he's gonna he lights out, but he also might be one of my uh, one of my life in the rough picks for this week too. So we'll see what's okay. going on with that. All right, okay, I respect yeah. that. Um, oh, oh, I see you twirling a club around there. I can oh, match dude. you. I, I can match you. I'll twist, oh, there a, you. twist a guy around here. Come on, always, always have a club, club nearby. Got got a four iron over there in the corner. What's the? This is my nine iron. Um, just uh, you know, I just oh god, I have a. Three wedges, an old three wood, a putter, and a broken shaft from a seven iron. All right, I respect that. Um, yeah. I didn't uh, didn't really watch much of the three M. You know, busy life's busy these yeah. days. Weekends are jam packed with family stuff. Golf when I can. Yep. Um, or try to golf, be on a golf course, swinging golf clubs pretending what i'm doing is golf considered golf it's um, a sport yeah yeah um but looking good while i'm doing it that that i am confident about um just moving my way uh, along the golf course with my 
MGI caddy just it just uh, big big uh big big uh momentum uh or uh not momentum big uh celebratory event a milestone if you will we rolled into a uh, mile 100 on the uh on the old electric caddy uh, so we are at uh we're over 100 miles we you have uh, an odometer on that thing oh we sure do we could uh it'll tell me how many yards i i'll play or go carry it around or it could be meters if you want um, but then there's uh yeah, there's also an odometer that tells you miles. And um, um I, I saw you were um on the socials, I saw you were pulling Charlotte around with your uh with your MG, whatever it is. Was, I, yes. Did, did you did you crest the 100 mile mark as you were pulling her around? Or? No, nope, did that on the uh on the golf course. So you okay. know, really wanted to to use the first 100 miles to to really break it in out there uh, on yeah. some on some nice soil. Um, but uh, no, the, I, we had we had reached the 100. She was rolling at 100. She was she was a part of the the century, um, mile mark. But she loved it. Uh, put her in her little Fisher Proy. Uh, actually. Well, I did both. I put it in her first price cart, but I believe the the video I posted, she was just in a stroller and I, you know, strapped up um, a bungee cord to my um, my MGI and I had the remote in my hand and I just pulled her, you know, throughout the driveway down in the road. And uh, we I live at the end of a cul-de-sac before people and he drove his daughter into it. Yeah, I was driving down Route yeah, 2. Route you know. three, yeah, yeah. Um, and she loved it. Um that's it such a was, parenting uh, hack right there. Yeah, I definitely felt pretty lazy about it. And then I, I was showing my neighbor uh, the next day. I was showing him the video on my phone as I'm like flying my drone around the neighborhood. And as I was doing that, I was just like, yeah, he probably thinks I'm a real clown. Like this guy's over uh, here. Just the word I was going to choose was douchebag. But OK. Yeah. Well, you know, keep it keeping it classy. Um, yeah. Uh, there's kids but, in the house. Got to keep it classy. Yeah, it. right, right. Um, yeah. But no, she enjoyed being pulled by it. I enjoy knowing that I can do that and um, I can control the situation. Um, okay, so this conversation is leading me to a couple of questions. A, um, how far away can you be from your cart and still be able to control it with your remote? So I haven't figured that out yet. It hasn't happened, right? Correct. So I've definitely had it more than 200 yards away from me. Yeah. Um, and I've been able to control it. I haven't. Well, because the end, the end result is like, you're going to crash. Like there's so like, I haven't tested it. Like, oh, let's just set it off and let's see when I can stop going. You also well, wouldn't have that far of a straightaway. Um, well, park, p- park the drone on it. And then you can just like watch the drone while you just like meander that thing through your neighborhood. See how far you can get that thing. Uh, well, the the problem is, Kev. Once I hit forward, it'll just keep going forward. It doesn't need the signal from the remote. It would need the signal from the remote for me to stop it. So oh, so once you disconnect, if it's going, it's just going forever. Oh oh sure oh sure until it okay. finds something that tips it over or something that stops it. Um. I would think I would think it'd be good for, you know, 300 plus yards. I don't know why you would need the technology, but I would assume they would just want you to have it. Um, yeah, 
I yeah, no, I, I I realize that as I asked the question, like it's never really going to be that much further away from you. No, um, and what I did think because I can run faster than the cart itself. So if for some reason I was it was a hundred yards away from me, and let's just say that's when it runs out of uh, frequency, I hit the the left signal and it does, or I hit the left button and it doesn't turn left. I could then just sprint for you know probably five seconds and I would get back into range. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, now, if I was, say, the range was only 100 yards and I was 200 yards out, we might, yeah, we might run into some trouble by the time Brian gets into the zone. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the uh, the more pointed question here is, what is your sprinting range? Like, how yeah. long can you sprint for at this yeah, juncture? Uh, I'm good for a par three, and that's it. Um, yeah, it better be a shorty. You better know, be a, like, yeah, better, better be, be a shorty. shorty. Uh, and it better like not be downhill. I'll tell you, Kev, there are par three. Uh, so not this isn't a par three, but the par four on the white course at Stanley number three. Oh, actually, it is a par three. Um, it's always got shitty tee boxes. Um, and you. I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, I am on the right course. Um, that hill is so like it's so steep walking down that i almost like jog are you talking about the red nine number three on the red nine right after the long par four no 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 the white nine uh because we would typically go white to red correct oh oh yeah oh yeah i i know because it goes into like that gully and right yeah and then goes short hill but very steep yeah but going down that hill after you tee off it's so steep I almost have to like jog. I can't, and I, I'll find myself doing that on golf courses. Like if it's a, a a steep downhill, like I'm not walking down that. Like I, I'm, I'm just gonna get on my giddy up. My cart will follow me as it will. Um, yeah. You know, that's, um, that's how I roll. I think I've played. Fo- Did I play Fox Hopard with you? Or no, actually, it wasn't. Have you played there before though? I have. I, you, I mean, humble brag. I, I shot a seventy-eight. Oh right, I knew I that about you. Um, that fourth hole that par three downhill it's like way way downhill oh yeah I, I, there's also a course up near me that has like base it's basically the same fucking hole and like you're literally like two and a half clubs less than the distance i just so want to know the out. number i think it, it's all fine and dandy but yeah i need to know the real number um and when i first played that uh at fox Hopyard, range finders with slope they didn't exist so you just mm-hmm. kind of guessed and that sucks to hit like a really good shot and then like it's 20 yards over the green or like uh, oh yeah it, it's it's just unfortunate um i feel like i've done that at stanley before as well on the front the white 9 on the um maybe it's number 6 or 7 that little short par 3 yeah sometimes it's like less than 100 yards and you're like oh i i all of that one perfect and then you you fly the green you're like what the? Dude, well, I'm notorious. Like, there's times that that thing's just like 80 yards, and there's times that like I'm just hitting like a little, like a smooth 60, and I'll just skull fuck it and just send it over the green too. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The bump and run might be the play there at 80, 80 yards. I mean, just, just well, you can't even because it's like it's still kind of like an elevated green. Yeah, that's where you need the run. You need to bump it to about seven, like hit your shot to about 65, 70 yards. And then let the roll 
then get you up yeah. to the green. You'd really need a lot of uh, touch because stopping it, good luck. Um, I think you just go full gas 60 and spin it back. Just land it on the back of the green and let it well, roll. with those new grooves you got. Well, that's what game. I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm a spin guy now, Brian. I don't know what to tell you. I've heard. You know, actually, I was in a couple uh, chats on the internet, and uh, the rumor has it that Kevin O'Coin is a, he's a spin guy. Spin guy. Yep. I'm all over. It's, I think it's my golf spy, the live tour blog, PGA tour.com mm-hmm. golf digest mm-hmm. golf.com. I'm all over the place. Actually. I'm actually pretty, uh, pretty popular. Amongst Is the industry golf.com people. a thing? Yeah. What is golf.com? All right. You've been to it. It's actually a fairly common site. I don't think I've ever been to this. Yeah. I love how you're telling me, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I see things come up from this site all the time. I, I like I feel like the font kind of looks like Golfer's Digest. Well, I think maybe you're confusing it with Golfer's Digest. I think I think so. And also I think it's Golf Digest. Might be that too. Um I also could be wrong about that. All right. Well, anyways. Masters tickets. Yep, didn't win those this year. Pretty Dude. unfortunate. Same. Well, I figured because I figured I would have heard from you if you had won them. I'm on a bit more of a streak of not winning than you are, though. So. Very true. Very true. I, I did feel like I had the hot hand. Um, Can't you not win again, though? Weren't you telling me that? So, so I saw that online, but then I did some more digging, and it but no, you can definitely win more than once. You can't have more than one person win in the same year at the same household. Is hmm. is I, I mean I that makes sense. Um I agree. unless you lived in an apartment house and then fuck those tenants. It, I'd be pretty pissed, man. If I if I got disqualified and like my neighbors won the mass, oh my gosh. There uh, let me tell you who'd be stealing their mail committing a felony. Living in a multifamily. Quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be that would be really bad. That that would be the worst. Sorry, unfortunately, we did pick your name, but someone registered at this address has already claimed tickets for the Masters. What are the odds of that, too? Though, like that's crazy. I'm pretty sure when I looked it up, it's one in two hundred thousand are your odds to win tickets to the Masters. So wait, oh, I've heard they're way better than that. Better. Hmm. One in two hundred thousand to win masters tickets. Maybe it's one in two hundred. That sounds closer. Yeah, I, I even thought. Yeah, one in two hundred. Okay, I was gonna say two hundred thousand. That's like lottery numbers. Yeah. So they give about twenty-two thousand tickets out daily, and around two million applicants. Two million. Listen, I think there's more I, than that. I would not that I want more people applying, but I would think that more people it's one of those things that like you could there's people that buy the tickets or want the tickets to either go so they can buy memorabilia and sell it for twice what it's what they buy it for yeah or just price gouge the tickets and then just resell them um yeah well i mean you can make like if you got four tickets and you went with one other person and sold two of them like you're paying for your whole trip essentially if yeah, you saw them the, right the, way. the practice round tickets were a hundred dollars that I bought them for. 
Uh, yeah. Regular round, I think, are a buck fifty. Um, yeah. But when we were getting off the highway, they were, they were offering three thousand dollars per ticket. That's so crazy. It's nuts. Like the resale is it just supply and demand sort of thing. Like it's nuts. Courtney wanted to go to this Bravo Con thing out in Las Vegas. Tickets were like two hundred bucks. We like looked into it. They sold out in seconds. Now they're reselling online for three thousand dollars. And she's like, "Oh, I wish we could have got them." And I was like, "Yeah, to resell them like that. That's what would have been taking place there." Um, Ryan, get your wife for tickets. Three Gs. I, I mean, what's three Gs? It's like you said, you the, got paid some dollars last it, week. It's a ticket to the Masters. That's what it is. And let that's me tell true. you what: if it's me going to the Masters or her going to Las Vegas to see reality television show people, it's going to be a tradition unlike any other. And she'll be home with Charlotte. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, what do you got? I mean, did you I, I didn't really play a ton of golf this past week? Did, so, you, did you play some G or what? So I played Sunday. Now I um I figured now you played Sunday as well, if I if I remember correctly. Dude, you, we oh, were gonna I need to wait, hold on, just quick yes or no. Did you golf Sunday? Yeah. Yes, but it, okay. All right. The story so, is much longer than that. Okay. Yeah, and you'll get your turn. So I, <laughs> we connect eventually. Maybe yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I apologize <laughs> about that. The clock is ticking. Um, we connected on Saturday. I was like, going low tomorrow. I feel it. Can't wait. And I had a six thirty tea time, and you said I think you had an eight o'clock tea time. You're like, yep, yep, going real low. And um, well, I didn't. Um, actually, so. Uh, I started um, with two pars. I, I parred the first hole, um, getting up and down, um, parred the second hole, a par three with a nice two putt, put it on the green. I was, I was, I was looking real nice through two, but then it all went downhill. But no, before I get there, you and I both said like, yeah, we're going to both go low. And then neither of us reached out to the other on Sunday. So when I was thinking about it later in the evening, I was like, yeah, you know what? We didn't, or neither of us reached out about golf on Sunday. I was like, you know what didn't happen? I don't think Kevin uh, went low and I know I didn't go low. So we'll just, we'll reconvene for the podcast. If one of us goes low, the other one's usually the second person to hear about it right behind the person that did it. So when you don't hear from the other, then you know, it's, it's not, it's not a good thing. Unless Kevin got eaten by a bear. Um, He did not. So what did you, what did you end up shooting? Well, no, and then so I hit. And was it a men's club event? Sounds like so yes. it was a men's club event. I didn't think it was, um, because on the schedule it's like the club championship, like round one or whatever. And right. I'm I'm not in that. So and it's not at our. It wasn't even, or maybe an inner club championship. Like the event wasn't even at Blackledge. On why the, is it so hard at the Black Ledge Men's Club to know if you are or are not playing in a men's club event? Because I feel like every other weekend that I'm talking to you, you're either like, I didn't think I could get into the men's club, but it turns out it was a men's club tea time. And then, oh, yeah. you know, I didn't think it was, but it turns out it was a men's club. So, like, I don't so this is why um, they allow street walkers. Oh, street, book, street players. That's street right. players to <laughs> yeah. book tea times in the morning. So I, as a single, like... So I know when I'm in the men's club when I'll when I call and then I'm like, yeah. hey, what's the earliest tea time for a single in the men's club? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Six. Uh, it's nine thirty. 
That's not good enough. Why don't you put me in for 610 and then other people will join that. Okay. Uh, so unless I call, I don't know. So I just booked the tea time online and there wasn't and like, and because of the schedule was a, like a, one of them, their majors or whatever, it said that it just wasn't at the course. So I was just like, Oh, there isn't an event this week. I, I've grabbed a six yeah. tea time. And that's, that's how, and that happened the last time too. It was, um, we were playing top stone the one before. And I think this one we were playing Tallwood. Um, so anyways, I show up and it's just a, when, when they do that though, they're always just individual gross, gross and net skins. They're just straight up events. Yeah. No, nothing crazy. Um, did you get anything? Nothing. No, I was, nothing. I, I kept, I like, I was playing like I was playing well, but I was just fucking up so many easy shots. Um, yeah. I, I was um, 90 yards out on the fourth hole off the tee, and I skull fucked it over the green into a rock wall. Um, luckily, I was able to like knife it down, shoot the ball over the green, and still get up and down to save bogey. Um, nice. But like, that's an example of like just it, it was just not clicking. Like, I hit the first six fairways, and only one of them was a par. Um, I, so I wasn't, I wasn't hitting greens clearly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was par, par, bogey, 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 double par, par, sandy with a putt off the green that went in really, really pumped about that. Um, and then finished with a bogey. So I got in with a 42 with 13 putts. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but that just shows right there, like, I'm not hitting greens. Yeah. Chips are keeping me, like, um, make the turn. It's taking you a long time to get up to the green, is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, Yeah, right. Um, Make the turn. Uh, I go bogey, bogey, par, double, then bogey, bogey, par, bogey, bogey to finish with a 44, 16 putts on the back nine. So I finished with 29 putts, but... It like uh, once again saving myself. Now right. so I shoot an eighty six. Now question here, Kev. Um, I looked at the men's club situation and I got marked down as an eighty seven. I went in. I looked at the stats. My man Dan, who I was calling Tim for the first eight holes, could have sworn that he introduced himself as Tim to me. Anyway, yeah. kept calling him Tim. Finally looked at the scorecard because I could have sworn someone said Dan, and yeah. then I was like, nope. Definitely Dan. So then I really like hammered home Dan on the back night. Like, yeah, Dan, good shot, Dan, 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 yeah. Ooh, yeah, good yeah. shot, Dan, Dan. Like trying to get the Tims out of his memory, um, because he definitely heard. Um, yeah. And I know for a fact that I told him six. I remember the hole specifically. I hit one um in the fairway. Uh, it's par five. My second shot. I tried to make the corner. I didn't. I landed under the tree. So my third shot was just a punch up towards the green. Fell short of the green fourth chip onto the green i didn't make the par putt i two putted it was a bogey he had me down for a double um it wasn't my tim dan well right timmy dan danny tim uh my yeah. man tim the tool dan taylor um i so i went back and forth a couple times like i was like you know maybe i should reach out now hold on let me be clear my score is an 80. Even if they had logged me as an 86, I would not have won any money in the men's club. Right. 
I was like going back and forth and this wasn't a very long back and forth, but thinking like, should I email the, the head guy there? Tell him to go in, change my score. And I was like, Brian, are you going to make some guy go and do work over a score that's not really probably ever going to count for your handicap? Cause Gilead is an easier course anyways. So for me to shoot, like I, that was like a 15 and a half. If it, if I should right. eighty six, so yeah, like it, it, so I was like, it's not going to matter on the, the entire. And I was like, Oh, what about my stats over an entire year of holes? One stroke is going to do nothing. Even so, if it was a, a score that counted for your handicap, that one stroke, I really don't think would have a huge impact overall. No. Right? I, like point no. 0.1 maybe? No fucking way. For the yeah. amount of golf that I play, there's no chance that one stroke is going to do anything more than move it a tenth of a stroke of, of like yeah. an overall score. If, if that. And I still don't even think it, w- it would do that much. So I didn't call. I didn't email and say, listen, that's not the correct. And I was thinking after, like, did I do the right thing? And I I just kind of came to the fact, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I I, yeah. I didn't feel that it was impactful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What 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 do you think? Did I? I, I, I haven't logged anything I since, made, so I, I, I wouldn't have made us think about it. I think you did the right thing. I just feel like I wouldn't have wanted to show my face in there after i email them and be like yeah that 87 you had me at was actually an 86 that's very much shot four strokes over your handicap are you really calling me about this i thought that's very much a like don't be that guy type of scenario yeah okay and i think you exercise good judgment there you know who would be the guy that shushed you for example he would be the guy that would call in and try to get that 87 to an 86 oh yeah um Yeah, I just it was unbelievable. Um I mean, but so if you shot an eighty seven, you could have just told me. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I promise. But also hit eleven fairways. Wow. Yeah. The drive So it was really like your irons that just weren't sharp. Yeah, just trash. I'm just a big bag of trash. Um, but it's okay. I had fun. Um yeah, I mean we played in in four hours. I, I got home in time. Oh wow! We enjoyed the rest of the day. I, it's men's been club my, event in four hours. That's solid. You got to be happy with that. Agreed. Uh, and that's kind of been my ticket. Uh, is playing at six thirty in the morning. Um, smart, so, smart. Yeah, as a family man, that's smart. I'll tell you, it's a rude awakening. I, I oh my god, I'm not lying. Uh, I don't. I I set an alarm uh, for five thirty. Uh, I think I opened my eyes at like 527 and I was just like, like use my periph and I was like, oh yeah. We're Is up. it time to play? I was like, open the phone. I was like, alarm turned off. I was like, yeah, let's go. Uh, I always wake up earlier on the weekend mornings because I'm just like excited to play golf versus like trying to sleep in on the weekdays because I'm not excited to work. <laughs> Absolutely. A hundred percent. I'm never waking up. Well, I mean, sometimes if we get to bed early enough, I'll wake up before my alarm for work. Actually, who am I kidding? I usually do. But it's only because I get enough sleep where I'm always waking up yeah. before I need to get up. 
but for golf it's it's just like i'm i'm thinking about it even when i'm like in my subconscious i'm thinking like it's it's just always on my mind there was last the uh, last story and then i'll let you get to your your uh your situation from sunday last year um fourth july weekend we went up north with the the prices uh in new hampshire new, new hampshire that's right we yeah. played some dog shit chituckit golf course that was ranked 10 it was like ranked. number five from 37 yeah, years ago right? yeah when my grandpa was in high school and um i, I completely forgot where i was even going with that what were we just talking about <laughs> I don't know. Now you just yeah. totally threw off my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Um, um, oh yeah, no. So uh, him and I had a really early morning tea time at Oh yeah, Tucket Golf Club or whatever, and I didn't set an alarm, and my phone was on like silent, and he was, I guess, like texting me, calling me. I never like woke up, and he just opened like the door to our bedroom, like maybe two inches. And I always sleep closer to the door. And he said he was staring at me for maybe half of a second before I just opened my eyes, looked right at him. And I just sat right up and I was like, yep, ready to go. <laughs> he was like, bro, it's the weirdest fucking thing on her. It was like we were telepathically being like, hey, it's time to go golfing. And you were just like, yeah, it's time to get up. It's That's the complete opposite of uh, my bachelor party when we were playing at like 1230 and me and my buddy booked a a 7 30 a.m tea time so we could play before the group too mm-hmm. and uh, i woke up at like 8 45 in the morning or nine in the morning and th- that's the only time i've missed a tea time in my life i believe so the opposite of that but normally i'm up like like if i have a 7 30 like i wake up at like 5 a.m just like I'm well, ready i go. mean you're at the course an hour and a half early hitting balls stretching out doing yoga uh, not even D- dude like when i play like in town ta- like if i have a 7 45 up here like i'm showing up at like 7 30 7 35 sometimes like i'm like walking up and like i'm walking to the first tee yeah local track brings a little bit different uh if it's bit... local it's much easier yeah but uh th- th- you only played one round yes yeah yeah okay. yeah i mean that it is what it is i'm only gonna play one round. actually that's not true i might might have two rounds to talk about next week i'll definitely have one but uh might have cool two. Okay. Well, I played, so I played Friday, Friday afternoon, summer Fridays. I've been playing, went to a, I was trying to figure out where I could play. Could was having a hard time finding tea times. And I see this name of a course pop up. That's like 25 minutes away from my house. Never heard of it. Never played there before. So I'm like, Oh, I'll go check it out. Um, dog track, Brian dog track. Like oh. the fairways are basically short rough and the rough is, regular rough like it's not it's not a very well-maintained course like i was like four holes in and just like not happy that i went over there should have just went to town of colony but um i will tell you it was hot as fuck on friday afternoon i was walking 18 i paid the guy he's like uh, he's like uh 18 he's like you gonna walk and i said yeah and he goes god bless you <laughs> and i said okay thank what? you sir um i was playing by myself there was one person in front of me after like the fifth hole, but he actually turned around because he forgot a wedge. Just play on through. Like there's no one in front of me. Like, don't worry about it. Um, I sucked, but I sucked fast, Brian. I played in under two hours and 15 minutes walking 18. What? Um, And I shot like an 86. I shot an 86. I had three triples. I tripled two par five. So that's two snowmen on the card. And then I tripled 17, which was a par four. 
Um, just wasn't playing good. Driver was everywhere, all over the place. A lot of low duck hooks. Um, also, this course was really weird. Like, all the holes were divided by trees, but not necessarily woods. Like, say, like, five yards wide worth of trees. Mm-hmm. But they were all the trees were really close together. So the course was mowed. But when you got to where the trees were, it was like eight inch tall grass because I saw the guy mowing the rough and it wasn't a mower. He had a tractor that he was pulling a mower yep. deck behind. Yeah. Um, so like the court, like that's just kind of like summing up what the course it was uh, or like what it was like. So not in great shape. I wouldn't really go back there again, but I was glad I got out. I'm glad I got to play really fast um but moral of the story driver was everywhere and uh just wasn't performing but what i really want to talk to you about brian i really want to talk to you about is sunday because i was we were texting on saturday we were talking about going low the boys were excited you're you're getting out for men's club i'm getting out with the pats on sunday morning and um we're playing town of colony like an 8 a.m tea time um sweet spot and you said they they only open like like seven or so like that's a yeah, that's a early yeah they open at seven like that's the first tea time so we're pretty early on um i forget what we're texting about me and the pats are texting at like 6 30 6 45 in the morning on sunday or whatever and then all of a sudden uh pat tats goes um did you cancel the tea time <gasps> and i was like no why he's like i got a notification that the our tea time was canceled and i was like i didn't do that and i looked and i got the same notification So I'm like, okay, like I'll try to call. I keep trying to call and it's just like a busy signal. Like when's the last time you called somewhere and got a busy signal, Brian? I didn't think that was still a thing. So I, I mean, you're just asking the wrong person. There's a couple of restaurants in Marlboro that if. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, but yeah, other than that. Right. Right. Like, but it's like at this time it's like seven, 10, seven, 15. And I live 10, 10 minutes from the course. So like, I'm getting, I'm getting ready to go. I got to leave soon. I try calling a bunch of times. It's just busy the whole time. So I'm like, I mean, the, the, the line's just busy. Like maybe it's a system issue. Like maybe the system went down It canceled the tea times, whatever, like I'll drive over there or whatever. Yeah. I get halfway there and I try calling again. Like they finally pick up. Apparently it rained wicked hard on Saturday afternoon or Saturday night or something. And the two nines we were playing were closed because of rain. What? Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? How did they get that much rain that you didn't like? Dude, I don't. So so either the rain just completely threw me off because like I didn't even know it rained. And my thing with with what happened this weekend, too, is we have been getting pissed on repetitively Mm. for the last six weeks. Right. And like the course was always open. And now all of a sudden, like. We got two hours worth of torrential downpours 12 hours ago, and it's n- now the course is closed. Like it, it really, really threw me off. But um, I uh, ended up couldn't find a tea time anywhere. I ended up finding um, a tea time to make this place like 25 minutes away. I drive over there. It's like an 815. And I don't finish the front until almost 11 o'clock. Oh. And we had, we actually had an appointment to go see a house at one o'clock and the course was like 25 minutes from my house. The house was 20 minutes from my house. So I'm like, and the back nine, it's like, 
you don't get back until 18. Like you're just walking away the entire time, essentially. So I'm like, I'm not going to be able to finish. And the, the more holes I play, the further I have to walk back. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to call it at nine. I shot like a fucking 46 on the front or so. I, I was playing terrible. Dude. Like I, I did not have it. So it was just a really, really bad week of golf for your boy. Um, a series of unfortunate events is I think what I'd like to call this weekend in my, in regards to my golf game, but you know what I got, I'm going to play Friday after work again this week, me and the Pats are going to play a new course Saturday morning. That's going to be course number, I think 22 or 23 for me on the year. So I got good juju going into the weekend. Um, so let's, you know what, let's forget about last weekend, Brian, because I don't think either of the boys are thrilled with our golf. No. Yeah, no, we, we can, we can certainly move on. I'm going to be playing. Um, Elm Ridge, which is a course in Stonington. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, if I've played it, I don't, um, I, I don't think I've ever played it, but so that gives you an idea. If I had, yep. it's probably been over a, a decade. Um, so I'm playing that with some buddies from high school on Sunday and, um, might be able to get out Friday after work. Uh, we will see, but, uh, yeah, no, hopefully I have some, have some golf to talk about. Certainly going to be interested in, the PGA Tour over the next couple of weeks. I mean, we're winding down with with our bets. We're winding down with fantasy golf. Where, gosh, I feel like it's. I feel like it just went so quick. I I feel like we're we're winding down. And although that you know the the group chats for fantasy football have already started, um, it just feels like there's so much more golf to be had. Um, but then it's, you look, it's already August. Like it, it's like, yeah, well now we're, we're talking less than 12 weeks of like August, September, October. Like it's peculiar for this time of year that I'm like, shit, golf season's almost over. Whereas like, normally I'm like, is golf still going on? Like, is the PGA tour still playing? Right. Like how is the PGA tour still going on? You know what I mean? Like, I, it's i feel like it snuck up on us a little bit this year brian it uh i'm not i'm not ready i need i need so many more rounds i need to get i need to get into single digits i need to play a couple more private courses i need to play in a couple i or not a couple i need to play well i think we have one scheduled are you gonna play the curry classic this year oh i'd love to all right so we've got that scheduled. yeah so what, besides that uh, what'd you say it's usually like October, right? Yeah. Um. So I think that when I was talking to Curry, I think that they decided to either do one of two things, either make it on a Saturday or make it earlier in the day. Um. Oh, yeah, because it's usually like Sunday at noon. Dude, and like you're eating dinner. It's like 730 at night. It's We had to crop you out of the photo when we got the trophy because you're like, bro, yeah. I can't stick around here any longer. I had to catch a red eye to make work. Um, luckily, Price was wearing a life in the rough shirt. So, I mean, we really only had to crop out your face. Uh, that panned out. That panned out for the team. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd love to right. get some scrambles in my life. But um, do we need it? Or do you, were we going to get into our picks from last week and roll into our picks for this week? Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. So, um, last week I went 1 1 and 1. I, I, I had Aberg over Thomas. That was easy money. Uh, Hoiger, Hoigard over Thigala. That was a push because neither of them made the cut. And uh, that would mean Hoigard top 40 did not cash. Um, so I went one, one, and one. Kevin went two and one with Patrick Rogers over uh, Mark Hubbard. Uh, and 
um, Eric Cole over JJ Spawn, both those hit, but Sepp Straka did not beat uh, Emiliano Grillo. So uh, Kev picked up two wins there, um, puts him up to 35 correct picks, me at 29, putting me six picks back or six, six uh, correct picks back from him in the overall standings. Um, so it's this two weeks week, to play. So what? Or th- two or three, three weeks to play, right? I have no idea. So, Kev, I kind of went into it as almost as if like this was it. Um, I wasn't sure what we were doing. It's fine either way. Um, I'm I'm going to make up points. I, I've got like plus. I thought we were sticking with whatever the fantasy league was for regular season. And that was what we would do. All right. We can do that. Um, I like that. It certainly gives me more time. I mean, I'm. I mean, I, I was. If anything, up, like, I would not want that with my current position, but I think I thought that's what we had agreed upon. So I liked it. That's what you thought. Um, so why don't you give me your picks? All right. Okay. Like, why don't you give three. me your picks, and um, I'll be able to go from there because yeah, I had three golfer parlays. To, to try to make a double point, it was... Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, I have it, actually... It, it was some... a scene. All right. So let me do... I it. have three picks here. And there's also... There's some weird interaction between my picks this week and both of our picks from last week. So I have Nikolai Hogard to beat Mark Hubbard for the tournament. Um, I have Adam Scott to beat Sam Burns for the tournament. And then I actually... I have Justin Thomas to beat Ludwig Aberg for the tournament. I'm riding with JT this week. Let's ride. Um, and that's it. Layers on me. Auto fill that those are all green already. I don't like when it does that. And it just assumes that your picks are already. Because I'm green. automatic. That's why. No. Well, that's... there's been so many green previous that must be right this time too. You know, that's actually what I think it is. Um. All right. So I'm just going to take guys out of the parlays that I was doing essentially I guess um yeah we'll, we'll we'll do that so um I have sorry I'm just typing these in so I have Alex Smalley uh ironically he's on my fantasy team um Alex Smalley top 40 um okay. then we have Ludwig um top 40. Okay. And then we have Bo Hostler, top 40. I like that. I like all those picks. Um, it thinks I'm going to go, uh, fuck you, whatever. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We've got the Wyndham. Uh, then we've got the FedEx St. Jude. And then we've got uh, the BMW. Um, looking forward to the next three events. Um, and you and I need to plan some time to get together to play some golf again, too. We sure we sure do, Kev. Um you know, I know you've got a lot going on on your end, newlywed, doing a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot going on, a lot of, uh, a lot of parts. life events. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of, lot of, of life of events are happening. Life events are happening. Um, you just let me know when you're available. I will, uh, I will, yo, oh, actually, 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 um, just a heads up. I can also, um, involve Jack to let you know. So Courtney and I are going to be spending the weekend down at Jack and Katie's, not this weekend, but next weekend. So Jack was looking for an early tea time uh, Sunday for us somewhere. 
Um, that'd be the thirteenth. Just uh. Uh oh, I am actually not going to be around that weekend. I have a, a buddy's bachelor party, which is actually ironically going to be in like the Groton area. Are you going to the casino? No. Um, there's like I don't know exactly what what's going on yet, but it's going to be down that way. I think we're playing some golf on Sunday morning. I don't even remember. If what you're the in the Groton is. area and you're not playing Shenacosset or it's Lake like Biles, Black something. Oh, Black Hall. No, I don't think it's Black Hall. Black Hall is like a private club, isn't it? Yeah, in Old Lyme. No, we're. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can try to find it. Quick search for Black, Black Birch. Black Birch? Never heard of it. Uh, it's actually, you know, I don't know if it's the. I might not be going it's to that, the Groton area. I might be confused. That might be in Rhode Island. I don't know. I'll report back on that. I don't think I can do that weekend though, but we'll uh we'll make we'll make something happen soon. Just okay? another example of Kev being busy. It's all good. We will figure it out. I know. I know. All right. Well, I'll uh we'll talk next week when I'm nine wins ahead of you uh with uh six picks to go. But we'll uh we'll talk next week. Okay, Brian? Can't wait. I'm Kevin O'Coin. I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Peace.